I'ma stand on my own like a man, but still bust rap if I didn't have one fan. Be one man band, bringing you to new solar system. Been blessed that birth, that means the Lord made me gifted. Get lifted from the sound of the bass of the boom. You could be the super friends, I be the legion of doom. You could battle for control of the sun to the planet. Go blow, go blow, step back, I said this damage. I'm warning you, I'm sharp, I got this pinpoint accuracy. You're sick now. In the past, these niggas tried to laugh at me, but actually, no time to hold no bitch ass grudge. What's this? When you see me, nigga, can't show love. It goes on and on. Rain, sleep, hell, or snow. You niggas can't fuck with me. There it is, and now you know. Thank you for joining me for episode 16, Microphone Check. I know I took a little time off. I was leveling up a little bit, but I'm back and ready with a few episodes lined up. Claudia is on vacation today, but it's okay. I have a special guest in this episode. This is a very old and dear friend of mine and perfect for the topic of this show. As long as I've been knowing this guy, he's always been into music. I call him a hip hop historian, my good friend, Deuce. Deuce, introduce yourself to the people. My name is Deuce um, from mtcgear.com. That's my website. MTC stands for Move the Crowd. Um, originally from the Bay Area, Fillmore. Um, if anybody, if any of y'all know about uh, about San Francisco, avid hip hop fan, been down with hip hop since, you know, seventh grade, probably 82, really 80. You know what I mean? But, um, Participated in three out of the four elements of hip hop. I never really was an MC, but I was a DJ, I did graffiti, and uh, I was a B-boy too. So, you know, um, started when I was seventh grade, really into the, the, the hip hop culture, and I never really let it go. So this is where we at right now. I think we both were born into this. Uh, everybody around our age was pretty much raised in hip hop. In hip hop, that's right, that's right. Not just rap either, but hip hop culture. People get that confused, you know? Like, um, like hip hop is just a music. It's a lot more than the music. It's even more than the four elements of hip hop. It is, you know, so much more, you know? It's funny you said use four elements because that is the basis of astrology and this is a astrology show. So Deuce, mm-hmm. welcome to I Am Astrology Podcast and let's begin. Thank you, my brother. The last show, Born to Write, I talked about the famous author who wrote Gone with the Wind, Margaret Mitchell. I want to stay on the theme of writers, but different type of writers this time. I pointed out the influence of Gemini energy in Margaret's chart, which was good for short essays, and Sagittarius energy, which is built for more long stories. Margaret also had a was a Virgo rising, which means Mercury was the ruler of her chart. Which gets me to today's topic, Mercury. Mercury was known as Hermes, the twinkling one, the messenger of God. A wide range of things can fall under Mercury's significations, but I'm just going to name a few that relates to this show. Education, writings, speech, interpretation, messages, following, contests, sending messages, hearing, critical thinking, properly speaking, teachers, orators, philosophers, 
musicians, dream interpreters, strong performers, making livelihood from display. I think you're maybe starting to see where I'm going with this. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. Think about an old mob boss. Only one person gets to speak to the boss and the boss speaks to that one person. That person lets everyone know what the boss wants done. Mercury will be that go-between person from the boss who speaks and the person who relays the boss's message. Being the closest to the sun, you can see why he is the messenger. Mercury rules two signs, Gemini and Virgo. Gemini is a masculine, mutable air sign. Virgo, on the other hand, is feminine, mutable earth sign. I'm telling you all this, everything has a yin and a yang. It even goes as deep as planetary expression of Mercury. When thinking masculine, feminine, an easy way to understand the concept, males give, females receive. Fire and air are male, earth and water are female. Today, we are focused on Mercury people, rappers. One day I took, I was looking at my top five rappers info. I wanted to see what made them want to rap. I soon ran into a little problem. The list of rappers kept getting longer and longer. Not my top five list, but the list of rappers who had Gemini or Virgo in their chart. Don't get me wrong, not all rappers have Gemini or Virgo signatures, but a lot of the big names do. Enough to make me want to make this podcast. With that said, I'm going to begin with my first rapper. I'm starting off with my one of my favorite rappers of all time, Tupac. Not only was Tupac a Gemini son, he also has Mercury and Venus in Gemini. I also find it interesting that his Saturn is 29 degrees Taurus, which means it's right at the edge of Gemini, and he had a Aries moon. Taurus rules values and security. Aries is the warrior. When I think of Tupac, he fought Aries for a certain type of value system, Taurus, in which he communicated through his raps, Gemini. One of the last astrological aspects about Tupac I found interesting is he has Mars in Aquarius. Aquarius is like friends and associates. Mars is malefic planet, and it could be like uh, enemies. And it could be said that Tupac's downfall was his association with Suge Knight and Death Row Records. Deuce, uh, you have any thoughts on Tupac? Yeah, um, you mentioned your top five rappers. Tupac is right there, number one for me. Um, he was, you know, me being from the Bay, um, big, uh, got big respect for the Panthers. And, you know, Pac was, was born into the Panther life. You know, he was raised in the Panther way. So he was a revolutionary. Would you, would you say the Panther way is a certain value system? Absolutely. Absolutely. Torah. Panther way is about independence, self-independence, being able to uh, 
as a people provide for yourself and your families and your community, you know, and provide and protect, you know. So if you listen to Pop, a lot of his rhymes were about the struggle and about um, oppression and about um, being a strong, independent black man in America in a way that that makes a lot of people afraid. Everything you're talking about right now is speaking to his Aries moon sign. Aries is the warrior. Moon is emotions and feelings. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Tupac fought uh, fiercely for the things that topics that you were just saying. That's right. That's right. And he was able to do it in a way that wasn't preachy. He just felt like he was one of the homies, but he made you want to stand up for yourself and 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 be a part of this struggle that he talked about in his rhymes. You know, he was a, like I say, he was just a, a revolutionary, you know what I mean? In the sense that he felt like it was time for black folks to step up and um, take the crown. Uh, where do you put him on your top five list? Oh, like I say, he's number one on my list, you know, just because not only did he talk the talk, but he walked the walk, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. um, the shoot when he shot those police in Atlanta, you know, those off-duty cops in Atlanta because they were harassing a black man, you know what I mean? And the fact that when he was getting robbed, he didn't just bow down and let them take what, uh, what was his. They damn near had to kill him for it, you know what I mean? A lot of people or a lot of these rappers get on the mic or get in the booth and start talking all that stuff about, you know, how gangster they are. But how, how, how much do we really know about who they are and what they would do in these situations? You know, but for Pac, the stuff that he said in his lyrics, he backed it up outside of the booth. And that was one of the main things that I respected about him. I have a question. What do you think contributed to his death and downfall? Um, he kind of had a self-destructive personality. You know what I mean? Like the same things that made us respect him, speaking out and standing up for yourself and um, not biting your tongue. You know, sometimes diplomacy is needed and you know me being a Gemini I can understand that we are diplomacy is hard for us it's either one way or the other way you know and a lot of that you see a lot of that in Pac like he he was either either you was down with him or you was an enemy you know what I mean what do you think about that last statement I made by uh, 
his association with Suge and Death Row may have been his downfall. It definitely was because they encouraged that side of him, the self-destructive side, the confrontational side. Like, as a Gemini... By the way, I I forgot you was a Gemini, which makes you perfect for this show. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. But as a Gemini, it's hard to sugarcoat stuff. Like, I hate to use the word real because it's so... um, It's like cliche almost. Keep it real, be real, stay real. You know what I mean? But as a Gemini, you're... It's hard to... Well, as as the astrologer on the show, I would just say it depends on the level of Gemini you're on because uh, there's different... Um, there's low vibration, balanced vibration, and high vibration, and sometimes lower vibration Gemini's don't be on the same wavelength. So I think I think his some of the stuff that you're talking about is actually speaking to his moon sign, the fierceness, the you know, right? But not so much the fierceness. It's like the self-destructiveness because uh, Aries think when you you seen the movie 300 yeah parts of it yeah or uh how about the movie Troy with Brad Pitt Troy yeah Achilles, when he was Achilles yeah, yeah, yeah I did see that a long yeah a long ago. time ago that's Achilles Brad Pitt's character is mm-hmm. think that's Aries you know how Brad Pitt got in, got on his horse after his cousin got pissed off. I mean, sure. and rode in front of the gate and stood there. Yeah. Like, Come on out here! He was out there by himself. Uh-huh. That's Tupac's moon. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's who Pac was. Yeah. But what I'm speaking to is more of like the diplomacy side of it. Like sometimes, like maybe some other signs, they're better with smoothing like being smooth with your words mm. to where you can say something and it'll go over a lot a lot smoother. You can say something that's kind of confrontational or kind of controversial, but it'll go over a lot smoother. Whereas as a Gemini, I know I had this problem. I just say what's on my mind directly, yeah. straight and plain. Yeah. And that's how Pac was. Yeah. I mean, he just said what was on his mind. The way it came out was the way it came out, whether it was harsh or whether it was confrontational or whether it was something else. So, you know so, what I mean? Just, he just came real plain. Like, it's, it's hard to be diplomatic with your words as a Gemini. Well, I'm glad that you're saying all this because that makes gives us a perfect segue into our next rapper, okay? Okay. Because Tupac had an Aries moon, and the opposite of Aries is Libra, and Libra is the scales, and it's the balance, and it rules relationships, right? Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, one of my next favorite rappers is Ice Cube. I found a time chart on him. Ice Cube is a Gemini with a Cancer moon. 
he is also a Libra rising. What's interesting to me about a Libra rising is Libra is the scales of balance. One of the reasons he left the group NWA at the height of the popularity is because the money in the group was unfair and unequal. Another thing about Ice Cube is his son and Mercury being in Gemini or in the ninth house. The ninth house is associated with the sun Sagittarius, which could be broadcasting and storytelling. Ice Cube is one of the best storytellers that has ever uh, touched the microphone. He gets help from the moon and the sign that it rules. It helps him set and feel and set the right mood for the song. Two more things about him. First, he his north node, what his soul really wants to do in this lifetime, is in Pisces, which can be film and photography. Even though he started from rap, his soul always wanted to tell stories on the big screen. The only thing is that Sagittarius energy likes to laugh. It's really interesting to me that if you're listening to Ice Cube's music, it's really on a serious tip. Uh, he's telling messages, you know, a vibe kind of like he's preaching. But when you watch his movies, he tries to make you laugh. Friday, Barbershop, Are We There Yet? I think all of his movies are some kind of comp- comedy. Deuce, got any thoughts on Ice Cube? You know, he uh, he's a lot like Pop in, in, in certain ways. You know, he was very confrontational. He didn't bite his tongue. You know, whatever he was thinking or feeling, that's what you was going to get. You know what I mean? That's where you get fuck the police and and a uh, bitch is a bitch and, and, you know, gangster, gangster. I mean, he just had a way of kind of giving us what was going on, what, what we all were experiencing, but put it in a dramatic way. And he was, I mean, a lot of people see Pac, the Pac now, you know, and they think comedies and laughing and, you know, you see him smile now, but back in the day, you never saw Pac's Pac, I mean, uh, uh, you smile, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was like perpetually angry, you know what I mean? And that's, that's one of the things about Cube that was so um, captivating was the fact that, you know, as a young black man in America, you know, from South Central LA, he was just so bold with some of the stuff that he was saying and some of the stuff that he was doing. You know, you look back on it now and you're like, damn, you know, that was, it's amazing that a young 18, 19 year old had this, this type of perspective you know, and he was able to put it into words to where not only we could feel it, but people who didn't live in our areas could feel it as well, you know. What do you think about his storytelling? Uh, he was, you know, one of the best to do it, you know, from uh, his song about don't fuck with a bitch in the projects to, you know, um, and that was like one of his first rhymes, you know, or, or one of his first 
CDs, you know, and on and on and on. Today was a good day. He had, yeah, today was a good day on every CD. He had a song or at least two or three songs really where he told Little Ghetto Boy a, a story. Yeah. Who? Little Ghetto Boy. That was Snoop. Was it? Uh, what, oh, oh, you said Once Upon a Time in the I think that's the one. Once Upon a Time in the Projects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, he was one of the coldest storytellers to ever do it. Does that have something to do with his, uh, with his Astrology? Zodiac? Uh, yeah, uh, that's why I was saying his, his, even though he's a Gemini, his Gemini is, a lot of his Gemini planets are sitting in a storytelling house. Mm. And so that's why he, if you, you know, a lot of his songs are the ones that he's solo. He's telling stories and it has themes and sits in a house. What what is what is a house? Uh imagine imagine a a pizza cutting twelve slices. And each, okay. each slice would be a house. Okay. So so uh so and one of those each slice of that pizza is a area it it focuses on a topic it 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 exudes a certain type of energy so like the third house the third slice of pizza would be the communication slice of pizza and so mm. and so if your sun okay. sign if you got a whole bunch of planets sitting on the 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 third slice of pizza that means you eat a lot of, you know, your energy is focused on that third slice of pizza. Communication. Communication. But if you're, okay. if you got, like, say your sun sign is in the seventh house, the seventh house, the seventh house is the seventh slice of pizza would represent um, relationships. And so that person would be focused on relationships and stuff like that. Mm. Ninth house, so what's the ninth house, higher learning, beliefs, school, philosophy. What was one of his movies he starred in? Higher learning. I was go. just about to say that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Let me see your idea. There you go. There you go. It's all, so it's, it's, this is energy. It's energy, man. And, and uh, we, it's rep we represent energy and people don't realize that uh, you naturally do stuff that your energy says in your chart. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I, everybody, uh, by the way, um, Deuce knows nothing about astrology. <laughs> All he knows is sun sign. So, uh, actually, uh, <laughs> A little, little bit, little bit but 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 you don't know anything about moon signs and Mercury and all that stuff. So uh, bear with. Us. So that's why he's asking me these questions. Uh, I have him on the show for his hip hop knowledge, not his astrology knowledge. <laughs> uh, uh, is there any albums you uh, like from Ice Cube? Um, of course, the first NWA album was damn near all Ice Cube. 
you know, and ran basically, you know, but um, I like, I mean, first solo album. Let me see, of course, his first, his first solo album, America's Most Wanted, um, Lethal Injection, um, and uh, Uncle Sam. What was that? Was it? It wasn't Uncle Sam's Curse. It was the one where he had the, the uh, Uncle Sam on there with the with the with the toe tag on. Oh, uh, Kill That Will was that Kill That Will? Nah, Kill That Will was the EP. But that, was, you know, I mean, I can't, anything anything Cube did, I was down with it, you know what I'm saying? Until kind of like toward the end of his career, he kind of came with uh, phony ass shits, but uh, you know, pretty much anything Cube did, I was was a fan of. One last question on Cube before we move on. Uh, Where do you put him on your, where is he on your list? He's in my top 10. I don't have him in my top and I feel kind of guilty about that, you know what I mean? Because he's one of the coldest to ever do it. And he uh, he was a, a groundbreaking MC, you know what I mean? He did a lot of things that a lot of people were scared to do and didn't care about the consequences, you know what I mean? But just as far as an MC, like, I don't have him in my top five, but he's definitely one of my top 10. And then, you know, if you, there's a, a separate list that might be like influence on the culture. And he would have to be in my top five just because of, you know, fuck the police was groundbreaking. You know what I mean? And the movies that he made and starred in were definitely influences on the culture economically and you know in film uh, my last little bit about ice cube is i said he's a libra rising libra's um like relationships right and ice cube uh is one of the best mcs to be in two super groups west side connection and nwa mm-hmm. so uh so let's move on to my next rapper. Uh, I started off with, we started off with uh, two Gemini energy rappers. Now let's switch it to the other side of Mercury. Um, even though he's not in my top five, many people may put this guy in their top five. Nas. Nas is a Virgo. Virgo is a different expression of Mercury. Virgo is... I analyze. And Virgo is the server, as in try to help people. Nas really tries to to relate to people because he has three planets in Libra. So he likes to keep things cool and balanced. But his Aries moon allows him to fight for the people he's in relationships with. His Mars is in Taurus. Again, values and security. If you think about Nas's raps and what he raps about, he raps about how blacks as a community should come together and work together, Libra. You can tell from his raps, 
he has read and analyzed the things he is saying. He just doesn't say anything. And when he does say something, he um, really trying to help people out with the things he's saying, which would point to his Virgo. The last thing I find interesting about Nas is he has Saturn and Cancer. Cancer is feelings and emotions. And Saturn is kind of, think of a blocker, you know, like a stop sign. Although Nas is a great lyricist and has much respect in the rap game, Nas never really had a chart-topping hit. Why? In my opinion, even though uh, he's given us valuable information, one of his downfalls is his music kind of lacks feeling. Cancer. What's your thoughts about Nas, Deuce? So Nas is number two on my top five list of MCs. Like I put a high value on substance in your rhymes and other than pop, there's nobody who has more, more, more substance in their rhymes. Um, a lot of people can ride a beat, you know what I mean? And, um, and say some things, you know, that sound good on a beat, makes you want to dance. The thing about Nas is he packs so much substance into what he says, I mean, into his songs without sounding preachy. He seems like a down to earth brother, you know, that you really could be one of your homeboys. Who speaks to his Virgo. Go ahead. And he can he can get away with um, kind of trying to give you this information or trying to rally you against the powers that be without sounding preachy or without, you know, sounding like goofy. You know what I mean? He was, uh, and the way that he says his rhymes, his voice and his his uh, presence on the microphone is really, you know, one of the one of the best. Like if you like like I say, Pac is my number one rapper, my one my number one MC. But if you if you were creating like the the perfect MC, he would probably have Nas's voice and Nas's flow. You know what I mean? Like Pac wasn't the tip, prototypical MC as like a battle rapper or, you know, somebody that you can, you feel is like a, a super dope lyricist, whereas Nas was. And he did that from his very first CD to his last CD. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I, I do have respect for Nas, you know, I just, uh, he's just not in my top five. I agree with you as far as like his beat selection wasn't always the the beats that made you want to dance or the songs that made you want to drive fast or bob your head or you were jamming to, but his lyrical content, his voice and his delivery 
was always on point. Yeah. It's just sometimes he put it over the wrong beats. <laughs> yeah. And, and and if you think of something that always kind of confused me is that have you ever listened to uh what was that CD with him and uh and Foxy Brown and Dre? The firm. Have you ever listened to the firm CD? Uh I only heard like you one, one or two songs. I mean, to me, the firm was 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 real tight. But, but didn't Dre say uh, everybody? For everybody else, look, look, didn't Dr. Dre in the song say, uh, "You say I made the firm flop." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said it was a firm fiasco, and I'm like, that's what I don't understand. Like with him, Foxy Brown, and Dre. They had why an uh, AZ AZ on there. He cool. Huh? I say an AZ. Yeah, AZ. Yeah, they had AZ on there. He cool and all, but just with them two, Foxy Brown and uh, and uh, Nas. Nas. That was a cold ass CD. They had the beats was tight, the rhymes was tight. I think the reason that they say that is more political. You know what I mean? Like Dre from the West Coast. And I mean, that came out like right on the heels of the East Coast, West Coast beat. You know what I'm saying? And they, I think people was just hating on him because it was Dre, you know what I'm saying? And and Nas and people was trying to force everybody to pick a side, but it was good music to me. And that's what matters to me. I don't care where you from. You could be from Haiti. Any <laughs> oh. oh. last words on Nas before I move on to my next one? Um, got much respect for Nas. He was one of my favorite rappers. That's all I got left to say about him. All right. Well, staying on Virgo, uh, next up is Busta Rhymes. Now, I know you're thinking, Paul, Busta Rhymes is a Taurus. Why are you bringing him up with Virgo? Well, Busta Rhymes has a Virgo moon. He may not be in anyone's top 10 of all time. So why am I bringing him up in this list? Of course, you guys know who've been listening to the show by now. I just don't bring stuff up for any old reason. When you think of Busta Rhymes, what comes to mind? His unique raps. Well, the reason Busta Rhymes is on this list is because I found it interesting that he has four planets that are retrograde in his chart. In his chart. Retrograde means if you were looking at the sky it would appear that the planet's orbit were going backwards in the zodiac. Having a planet retrograde in a chart is not uncommon because Mercury goes retrograde three times a year. In fact, it's retrograde right now. Um, but uh, what is not common is having four planets retrograde in your chart. Um, hey, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What's the moon? The moon is uh, actually the moon is not a planet. It's actually a luminary. Uh -huh. The sun and the moon are luminaries, and then you you got the uh, other ones: Mercury, uh, Venus, well, Earth, Mars. Uh, but when you say his, he got a moon rising or something in the moon, like what does that mean? His uh, the moon so. so 
the sun sign, your sun is your ego. But when, but when you get emotional, you act like your moon sign. Mm-hmm. So even though you're a Gemini, I, I I don't actually know your moon sign, but even though you're a Gemini, if I push you up against the wall, your reaction to me is not gonna be Gemini. It's gonna be your moon sign. <laughs> okay. Your reaction, your your emotions take over, and that is your moon sign. So the moon sign governs emotions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Buster Rhymes has four planets retrograde moving backwards in his chart. How has this retrograde pattern shown up in Buster Rhymes' chart? As well as he has Saturn in Gemini and Uranus, the planet of shock and strange and unusual, in the third house of communication. Buster Rhymes raps really really fast not only does he rap fast but he has a really deep distinctive voice taurus rules the throat his voice (laughs) what do you think about buster rhymes honestly um i kind of got into buster rhymes later on like when he first came out with leaders of the new school he was just too rambunctious. Like, I didn't like all of that. You know what I mean? Like, rah, rah, wah, wah, You know, that I really wasn't into that. Like, he was cool and all, you know, but I didn't like all of that loud rambunctiousness. You know what I mean? But he kind of smoothed it out as his career went along. And that's when I really started. He always has been you know, one of the coldest MCs, like, you know, you can't be in native tongues, you know, and not be cold on the mic. But his style to me, you know how some people are are, are great lyricists, but you just ain't feeling them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how it was with him. But as time went on, he kind of mellowed a little bit and I started to like him more. Like that song that he did with Janet Jackson, is really kind of the turning point of my my thing with Busta Rhymes. Like before that, but what you don't like all woo ha? Was that? Yeah, yeah. You don't like all that woo ha? Got you all in check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like all that. You know what I mean? But after, like, when I heard him on that Janet Jackson song, it it was smoother. You know what I mean? And I could appreciate what he was saying more because he wasn't being so dramatic, you know what I mean? So now, I mean, he always been one of the coldest, but now I appreciate him more than I did in the beginning. Like, I didn't really like Leaders of the New School. I liked Native Tongues, you know what I mean? Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, and all of them. But I started liking Busta Rhymes a little bit later on in his career as opposed to in the beginning of his career. Uh, where would you put him on your list? Is he even in the top 20? You know, I don't know, bro. I would have to really... <laughs> <laughs> like, I never thought about my top 20, <laughs> but you know, there's been a lot of MCs over the years. Yeah. I don't know if he would be in my top 20 well, or not. Well, it's safe I mean. to say he's not in your top 10. 
Nah, he's not in my top 10. So I don't know where I would put him. And I don't want to disrespect him in any way because he's a he's a great MC, you know what I mean? Yeah, must prosper, must, must around. Hey, hey, if Buster Rhymes ever happened to listen to this show, I think you're a great MC, my brother. <laughs> Stop brown nosing, boy. <laughs> but he added a lot to the culture. I give him credit where it's due, but it's just as far as my personal taste, he's not one of my top MCs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't mean he's not great. It just means like for my personal taste, he's not way up there like some of the other ones. Oh, like this next guy who I'm about to talk about. And this guy okay. is a heavyweight in the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to throw a little curveball at you. Okay. Jay-Z. Jigga. Now, Jay-Z is a Sagittarius. So why would I put a Sagittarius in this list when I'm talking about Geminis and Virgos? Well, although Jay-Z is a Sag, he is a Virgo rising. Your rising sign is one of your three major signs, the other two being your sun and moon. The rising sign some say is what your soul wants to be mostly, what your soul mostly wants to express this life. It's determined by the time of birth you were born and the rising sun changes every two hours. So uh, uh, a accurate birth time is really important. The sun and the planet that rules that sun is looked at as the captain of the vessel. Um, that's driving you around this lifetime. With that being said, Jay-Z being a Virgo rising makes his chart ruler Mercury. Now, now you see why he's on this list. Now, Jay-Z is one of the most prolific rappers ever, depending on who you ask. Some may say he's the GOAT. One of the things that makes him so great is his sad energy, the ability to tell stories. He does it in a Virgo-like, very analytical, no wasted words way. His rhymes are very strategical. His son and Mercury are in the fourth house of home, family, and roots. What made Jay-Z famous? Jay-Z told a lot of stories about selling drugs and a thing that went on around where he lived, Marcy Projects. He also has three planets in the second house, values and security. Some call it the money house. After making making it really big, what did uh, Jay-Z do? He talked about a lot, he talked a lot about the money and shit he got. Everyone knows his famous wife who just happens to be a Virgo. One last thing, when the Virgo rising Jay-Z went up against a true Virgo, Nas, in a battle of lyrics, the true Virgo won. Nas killed Jay-Z on Ether. If you think about a battle rap, you have to analyze your opponent and present the information in a clever way, which takes analyzation of information. Virgo. The earthy Virgo beat the fiery Sag. If me and you were sitting around a campfire 
and I take a whole bunch of dirt and I throw it on top of fire, what's going to happen? The fire is going to go out. And it's mighty interesting that a earth sign, Virgo, be the fire sign on a song named after fire, Ether. Got any thoughts on Jay-Z? So Jigga, of course, he's one of the coldest ever. He's like fourth on my list. But honestly, I mean, I always liked his music, but I really started to respect him more later in his career. And for different reasons, I mean, I know that sounds a lot like what I just said about Buster, but for Jigga, you know, the music was always on point. You know, the rhymes and his rhyme style was always on point. I like how you said few wasted words because he was very precise with his words. You know what I mean? But for me, like I was saying in the, in the beginning of the show, his, um, he just came off as really superficial to me in the beginning because I didn't see his vision. You know what I mean? I didn't see what he was really about. And sometimes it just takes time. You know, like, like I say about Nas and Pac, like I really put substance above flash. I have a question for you. Okay. We were talking earlier and one of the things, one of the reasons you said you didn't like Jay-Z at first is because he talked about a lot of what? Like flashy stuff, like money and cars and, and, and houses and jewelry Second and all house. of that stuff. Second house, values and security, money. Okay. About. That's, why, so, that's why I was asking you the question. You didn't know, you didn't know, but that actually was pointing to a focus, a piece of pizza. <laughs> Second right, house, right. Uh-huh. he's focused on money and things. Right, right. And, you know, but in, in, the in the beginning of his career, it came off kind of arrogant and kind of Whereas now I see that he's more into economic independence, you know, not for not just for himself, but more so in his music now it's more evident that he's talking about us as a people becoming more economically independent, you know, with investments and, you know, not not buying a lot of the stuff that he talked about in the beginning of his career, you know what I mean? And investing that money and being smart with your money and making your money work instead of you working harder. He's more into making your money work. So I think he matured as time went on and now he's able to kind of put everything in perspective and give us the full story you know what I mean whereas opposed to you when he was younger he was like yeah I'm getting money this is what I got you know and you should do this you know so Cause I always like, like the difference, like I see the difference between him and like maybe a baby, you know, from cash money. That's all they talk about, spending money, spending money, spending money. 
sooner or later your money is going to run out. It's a lot of cats that had money and they broke now. You know what I mean? And I could see that happening to baby because that's all they talk about. Now, granted, I don't I don't know what what investments they got or what they do to to make their money work for them, but um as far as Jay-Z is concerned, he just seems to be more into economic independence and 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 being smart with your money. So, uh you got that off the 444 album? The 444 album was so much more than just money. Like he talked about that. He also talked about his mom. You know what I mean? He he really opened up. Like that was his most his album with the most substance on it. You know what I mean? He talked about his kids, he talked about his marriage, he talked about his mom and 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 her issues with being in the closet as a lesbian, you know what I'm saying? He talked and he talked about money and investments. Like to me, I wouldn't say like that's the album that I want to put in and just jam out to, but as far as getting to know Jay-Z and what he's really about, where he's really coming from, that was the 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 album to, that he did. I'm gonna put you on the spot. What would be your album you of Jay-Z you would put in the ride to jam to? Shit, reasonable doubt. That's your book. Without a doubt. Blueprint. You know what I mean? Like I got a not I got a Jay-Z playlist. And it's like a hundred songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> so, you know, he's one of my favorite MCs. And uh, he got some jams over the years. But if I was gonna put in a CD, it'd be Reasonable Doubt, um, Rock La Familia, or Blueprint. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, I really didn't, I really wasn't on Jay-Z at first until I I was forced to work by myself and I, I ended up listening to a whole album and I was like, oh man, this dude is incredible. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Uh, so, you know, uh, is he in my top five? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I, I think uh, he's in my top five. Barely, but he's in my top five. Um, mm-hmm. But this next guy, uh, is not in my top five. And some people would say I'm crazy for not having him in my top five. So we talked about Gemini's and we talked about some Virgos, right? So, and we just talked about a goat, right? Jay-Z, would you say he's one of the the goats? So I'm gonna stay on the goat topic. And since we talking about goats, and uh, Virgo, I'm gonna stay in the New York area. Um, this guy um, was actually friends with the first guy I talked about, we talked about on the show, but their feud ended up turning a whole coast against each other. 
Some say if this Gemini wouldn't have died, Jay-Z might not be as big as he is today. By now, you not you got to know who I'm talking about, the notorious B.I.G. Biggie ha- has a son, and it's right on the cusp of Gemini and Taurus, but he, wait, Biggie has a son, it's like right on the cusp of Gemini and Taurus, but he also has a Saturn sign, which is in Gemini as well. Biggie not only has the masculine side of Mercury, he has the feminine side as well because his moon sign is in Virgo. Biggie had a clever way of formulating his rhymes. Then he also had the ability to communicate the feelings behind those words with that Virgo moon. What did Biggie talk about? Well, with this, with his actual Mercury sign thoughts, sitting in Taurus, what else but the finer things in life? Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, when I was dead broke, man, couldn't picture this. 50-inch screen, leather, green leather sofa. Got two cribs, a limousine with a chauffeur. The last thing I want to say about Biggie is he has Venus, the planet of love, and Mars, the planet of war, together in his chart. They call that a conjunction. Interesting, someone he once had love for ended up, he ended up being in a war with, and some say may have even cost him his life. Any thoughts on Biggie? Biggie, I remember Biggie from his first song Party and bullshit. He he switched up his style because he was just like kind of a, like a street thug, you know what I'm saying? When he first came out, but then I mean I could see why Pac would feel like he kind of stole his style because all of a sudden he wanted to be super player, Versace shirts and and shades and shit, you know what I'm saying? But as far as lyrics go, Biggie was one of the coldest to ever do it. It's a tragedy that his career and his life were cut short because I, he had so much more to give to the culture that he was not able to give because he was killed so early on in his life. I mean, you think these guys were killed before the age of 30, you know, 25, 26, 27 years old. Him and Pop got killed. They the same age. You know, it's just such a tragedy that these both of these guys are gone way too early because they had so much more to give. But what is what's interesting is the volume of music that Pop put out in the same amount of time that Biggie put out. Pop went to jail. Biggie was free. Pop came out and put out like 500 songs. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's the interesting thing to me. That's why, I mean, Biggie is one of the greatest to ever do it, no doubt. But as far as body of work, he um, just got cut short. You know what I mean? And it's funny that they both got cut short around the same amount of time, but Pac put out so much 
I mean, it's not just a little bit more music than he did. Pac put out so much more music than he did that enables Pac to still be at the top of my list. Whereas Biggie's not in my top five. He's a great MC. And as far as lyricist, he's one of the best. But just as far as body of work, like he runs out of songs and you still got plenty more songs when you're talking about people like Pop, Jay-Z, and Nas, mm-hmm. you know? So he's definitely one of the best to ever do it. I just wish he would have got a longer time to prove his worth. Yeah. Um, is he in your top five? Nope. He's not in my top five. And But it's not because of talent. It's just because he doesn't have as much work to stand on as these other guys. He's definitely as talented an MC as anybody. You know what I mean? But he never got the chance to put out. I mean, and you can say, oh, but he was cold. He was cold. I mean, he was cold. But who's to say that his next album wasn't going to flop or his next few songs wasn't going to be whacked? You know what I mean? Whereas Pac, the proof is in the pudding. He got song after song after song. Even after he died, this is as you know. Even after Pac died, he put out at least seven more albums after he died. Hmm. You know, Biggie put out that one double album after he died. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> And when I, when I say that Pop put out seven more albums, they weren't just whack albums. Some of them, you know, were better than, than others. You know, towards the end, it started to get watered down. The last few albums they put out, but they still had hits on them. To whereas, you know, you really can't, I really can't put Biggie on Pac's level. Yeah. And admittedly, I'm from the Bay. I'm a homer. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sure there's a lot of people from New York that would want to cut my throat because of this. Yeah. But I gotta just gotta be keep it a hundred and let you know. Well, my I'm, I'm glad you brought up New York because um, even though he's not in my top five and your top five, I understand why he is in New York's goat, Definitely. and I I will tell you why. And I'm gonna use the sports analogy. Um, the Lakers was a great team. All right, all are a great team. Wait, hear me out. What was the Lakers before Shaq and Kobe got there? There was a great team that what fell off, had some lean years. Yeah, they had some lean years. I mean, you do the do to have some lean years. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, and then and then, even though Shaq started off his career in Orlando, he's gonna he his jersey hangs in the Raptors with the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. Biggie is Shaq going to the Lakers to for New York. Because if you think about the times, West Coast and down South 
was kicking New York's ass. And one of the things they used to always complain about is, we the better rappers, why they selling? We the better rappers, why they selling? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until, mm -hmm. until Biggie came that, you know, uh, New York finally got like, hey, we back with the MC. And the yeah, only, yeah. and and I tell right. and I tell you why, and because of Puffy. Puffy is great, and Puffy figured out why uh, down south and west coast was selling more than east coast music, and I tell you why. Why wow. New York was always about rapping, right? And mm -hmm. New York beats are hollow because they want you to focus on the raps. Down South is all about beats. And, 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 and New York, you got to take a subway and walk places to get places. But down mm -hmm. South and in, in, on the West Coast, we jumping in cars and we riding. And when we riding, hey man, I'm not buying 10, 12, 15 inch woofers to hear you rap. I'm buying that stuff to hear tight beat. Now, y'all coming with these little hollow ass little beats trying to force us to listen. Huh? It was all about the boom bap. Boom bap stuff. But hey, man, I got four six by nines in my back speaker, in my back window. <laughs> You remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got four, six by nines, and I want to hear some beat, right? So yeah. what made Puffy great? He figured out, oh, let me go, let me put Biggie on some tight-ass beats. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he did. But P, one thing. Four six by nines would not have you slumping, bro. Tens, twelves, fifteens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, got, you got four six by nines. What, what a what a six by <laughs> six by nines was the highs, and then you know you got your you yeah. got your whoopers in your in your trunk. You know what I'm saying? Beating down the trunk. Yeah. What what your uh, Bay Area do say? Too short. Got the beats beating down the trunk. Yeah, yeah, sound like you got a gorilla in a chunk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, the next person I have on my list could be some people's goat, depending on your age. This guy is definitely one of the pioneers in rap. I started off in an era, it, he started off in an era when the DJ was the main attraction, but this guy quickly outshined the DJ. The first album, and the song everyone knows is Paid in Full by Eric B, the DJ. But Rakim was the man with the microphone in his hand. Even though microphone, uh, even though Rakim is a, an Aquarius, he has three planets in Virgo, Pluto, Pluto, Jupiter, and Uranus. Three or more planets in a house or sign is what is called a stallion. It's a large concentration of energy which has, which he has his Mercury ruled, which he has in a Mercury ruled sign. 
Pluto is the planet of transformation. Uranus is strange and unusual. Jupiter is expansion. When Rakim hit the scene, he changed the game. His strange and unusual way of rhyming and how he would even say them. No one was like him. He also transformed the game, Pluto, because you couldn't be coming with some nursery soda pop ass rhymes anymore. Last thing about Rakim, he was a Capricorn moon. One of the things about Capricorn, Capricorn represents military. If you listen to Rakim, although he was flowing and saying some dope ass shit, at times he could sound like a military drill sergeant with his delivery and his cadence. What's your thoughts about Rakim? For the longest time, Rakim was my number one rapper ever. And I, honestly, I didn't think, and I still feel guilty that he's not my number one anymore because he was just, he was just so, he's the quintessential MC. Like when I think of an MC, it's him. You know what I mean? His The way he carried himself, his voice, like, remember how we talked about Busta Rhymes and how he was rah yeah. Like, Rakim was the exact opposite. And here's the thing that a lot of, I think a lot of these young cats could take from Rakim is that you never heard Rakim say he'll shoot somebody or he'll sell dope or he was hard or he was a thug or he was a gangster. But you just felt it. You know what I mean? Like if you were in the room with Rakim, you know he ain't no punk. He ain't no joke, as he was saying. <laughs> I ain't no joke. And a lot of these cats today, they brag about this and they brag about that. Oh, I'm I'm a G, I'm a pimp, I'm this, I'm that. He didn't never say none of that, but you knew that he wasn't no punk just by the way that he carried himself. You know what I mean? He wasn't no joke. And that's the thing about Rakim. He's one of my top MCs ever. Like I say, I still feel guilty that he's not. And it goes back to the biggie thing of at a certain point, you just run out of songs. Like if you going song for song with some of these cats in my top five, then you just run out of songs. He's just as talented as anybody in my top five. He is my number three, right behind Pac and Nas. But like I say, for the longest time, he was my number one. And I didn't think anybody would ever take his place. I would just say this. You know that comment that I just made about um, New York and uh, Puffy bringing New York back? You know, well, Rock Him. One thing about Rock Him is when he was with Eric B, he always had some dope ass beats. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Uh, it was the, the huh? Right, they fell out. Yeah. Oh, uh, Rock Him and Eric B, they, they fell out. You know, but. That's definitely when he was at his best, was he had the rhymes, 
and Eric B had the beats, the jazzy, funky beats, you know what I mean? And the samples, and the cutting and the scratching, it all together, it was like hip hop nirvana, especially that first album, bro. Paid in full. I mean, that's like the classic of all classics. Would you say bro. he changed the game? Absolutely. He did. See, the thing about Rakim was like, if you listen to rhymes about that time, Rakim came out with a whole different approach. Like, around that time, the people that was popular was Run DMC, you know, all of these LL, all of these guys who rhymed loud and fast. And, you know what I mean? It was all about energy. Well, Rakim. It was all about his words and his vocal tone. Like I heard a I heard a uh, interview with him one time, and he said that he tried to use his voice as an instrument. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Almost like a saxophone. Yeah. And if you if you listen to him rhyme, it's like a saxophone. Like it's not loud like a trumpet or the drums or something like that. It's smooth and it's jazzy and it's and it, it, it's. It's not all loud and overbearing, you know what I mean? It's just smooth. And then his flow, like the words that he put together, nobody ever did it like that. The only person at that time that I could compare him to is Big Daddy Kane. Because Big Daddy Kane had that same understated flow. Like he wasn't yelling and doing all of this stuff. He let his words have the Smooth operator. What did you say? I say he was, broke up. A I say uh, Big Daddy King, smooth operator. The song smooth, smooth operator, yeah. and both of them, you know, what I mean? yeah, that 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 song could describe both of them. They were smooth operators. That's why I say I would love to see. I would I would pay pay per view to see Big Daddy King battle rock him. Hmm. That would be a hell of a battle. <laughs> I think it'd go on all night. Well, 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 maybe MTC gonna have to put that together. <laughs> you know? Uh, right. Hopefully down the road, I'll be able to put together some shit like <laughs> that. Right? Which is interesting. A lot. Because in your rant just now, uh, you brought up my next guy. Um, now, if you're asking me, Paul, if you ask me, Paul, who's in my top five, this guy would be in my top five. Now, mm-hmm. I know he won't make most people's top 15, but he makes mine. And this is my show, damn it, so I'm putting him in my list. <laughs> now, I'm about to date myself. Way back in the year 1985, I was in the eighth grade. I got my first record player for Christmas. With that record player, my mom gave me some 45 single. And I want to say it was a new edition song, like Candy Girl or something. But I have an Mm -hmm. older brother who's four and a half years older than me. And so, and that was my brother's senior year in high school. So I actually been in rap for a long time because, you know, little brother always listens to what big brother listens to, right? So Christmas night comes 
and my brother's best friend, Joe Burnett, the guy who actually taught me how to throw a curveball, he come over to the house with this album in his hand. We put that album on my brand new record player. Oh, I forgot it was the record player with the dual cassette on the bottom. After we played this record, you know we went straight to the store to buy a blank tape. <laughs> <laughs> so you can record. You know how we do. <laughs> and, and so I put this record on, and the first thing that came out the speakers was, LL Cool J is hard as hell. I battle anybody, I don't care, you tell. I excel, they all fail. I'm gonna crack shells, double L rocks bells. Oh my God. You know, it might be why he's in my top five, you know, another reason I'm, you know, impressed with LL is because throughout his whole career, LL never really used cuss words or the N word all in his rhyme. LL is a Virgo rising with three planets and another, wait, LL is a Virgo rising and he has three planets in Virgo. LL is actually a Capricorn sun in the fifth house. The fifth house is the Leo house and out of Leo energy comes actors. Although LL became famous off of rapping, he eventually transitioned into acting. Remember earlier when talking about Rakim, I said Capricorn represents, can be like military, government, structure? Well, LL has played in many movies, but one of his main characters on TV show is uh, a cop, Capricorn. What's your thoughts on LL? Hmm. LL. So my first time seeing LL was on Crush Group. And he bust in a, in a studio in the office and just said, box. And Jam Master J stood up like he was going to shoot him. Like, we said ain't no, we ain't taking no more people today. No more auditions. No and more auditions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then bam, he just started to flow. And I was amazed. Like his energy probably is the thing that got me, but that beat was cold and his energy and his lyrics. At that point, I had to have an LL record. I had to have it. And I didn't know where to get it because a lot of people don't understand you know, today, you could get music anywhere. Like hip hop, you could get it anywhere. You get it on iTunes, Apple. I mean, back then, they had record stores. And the record stores wasn't selling a lot of hip hop yeah. back then. You <laughs> know what I'm small saying? Small So, I didn't know where to find this this song, this, this, this guy. You know what I'm saying? So, it took me like a couple months before I was even able to figure out how to get this shit. <laughs> but once I got it, I listened to it over and over and over and over, memorized it. You know what I'm saying? It was one of the, just like we said, Rakim changed the game. LL changed the game at that point. He became a dude. Because at that point, it was all about Run DMC. You know what I'm saying? But LL came 
and he came out hard. He was a solo artist, and he came out hard, and he dominated the charts for like his next three albums. Like LL was the coldest one. Out. I mean, who 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 comes out and names that album? I'm bad. I'm bad. <laughs> His hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that song up because uh, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna bring the audience in to something really personal right about now. LL was I loved LL so much that um, he had in his rhymes, "I'm the pinnacle." That means I reign supreme. I'm notorious. I crush you like a jelly bean. I'm bad. And in my and I my senior year, I was playing football and I had a shirt and it had Pinnacle on it and I wore that shirt every football game. Yeah. Because when I when I when I stepped on that field, I was ready to reign supreme. You know, I was, I, was about to, I was about to run over somebody, do some, do some damage. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody can rap yeah. quite like I can. I tell the muscle bound man to put his face in the sand, <laughs> man. And that's the truth. How you say he really didn't cuss a lot, you know, which nobody did back when he came out. That was kind of before the real cussing era, but that's when you show your lyricism, your vocabulary, your your mental capacity is when you can get your point across without all of that cussing and stuff, mm. you know? And that's what he did. Like he was one of the most precise lyricists. Like he could, he a spit a rhyme, let you know exactly, you know, what he was thinking, how he was feeling. He would paint a picture for you with his words. And that's how, you know, he, that's why he was one of the best. Hmm. Uh, what would you put him, is he in, in your top five, 10? Not in my top five. And it, it kind of, for that, for to be in my top five, it all kind of goes back to body of work. Like he's just as talented, but like I say, when you start going song for song, at some, at a certain point, LL runs out of songs. And so these other guys that are in my top five keep going. I would put them in my top 10 though. All right, all right. Uh, which gets us to the last rapper of the night. Now, I talked about, uh, I talked about rappers from uh, the West Coast. And I talked about rappers from New York. So let's bring it down south. When putting a top list together, depending on the region you're asking the question, you will get different names. But if you come down south and ask for a top five rappers list, this guy is probably going to be in the top five of most Southerners lists. This guy was part of a Grammy-winning duo who had smash hits. The group is Outkast. The rapper is Andre 3000, and he is a Gemini. 3000 is a Capricorn. He also has a Capricorn moon, just like Rakim, and he has a 
he has a uh, uh, a sergeant type delivery as well. You know, a, a cadence as well. What's interesting to me, although three thousand is considered one of the best to touch the mic, he just mysteriously up and quit. It is said that the North Node points to what our soul wants to do this lifetime. And the South Node is what we're trying to walk away from. 3000's South Node is in Gemini, which would, would put his North Node in the opposite sign, which would be Sagittarius. Sagittarius rules higher learning and philosophy, which would be like spirituality can fall up underneath that umbrella. As you saw from the time Andre stepped on the scene with players ball to the time he hung up the mic, his rhymes got more and more spiritual. 3000 has a Saturn next to his Venus in Cancer, a malefic, next to a, a benefic. He has, he, he was in a highly publicized relationship with another famous singer, Erica Badu. The interesting thing about Erica Badu is she's a Sag rising with three planets in Sag. If you watch her and listen to her, she just exudes spirituality. We can say, although this relationship was great for sparking his spirituality, the relationship probably had an emotional challenge for him and might be the reason why he, the relationship ended and he ended his rap career. Any thoughts about 3000? Three Stacks, if I'm not mistaken, me and Three Stacks had the same birthday. Is he May 27? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what, what the date was, I didn't actually put it there. Yeah, but I think we shared the same birthday. Um, Three Stacks, definitely one of the, the best, like, natural MCs. It just comes so easy for him. You know, he, um, <clears throat> I didn't have him in my top five, and that's another one. And that's one of the things that make the, the conversation about the top five so difficult is that and so many like top level MCs. Like, how do you how do you pick your top five? Because like I could put him like five one A or you know what I mean? Because he's just that cold. Like I say, he's just as talented as everybody else on my list. But um, he, the thing about um, three stacks is that he's just so. He flows like water. He's one of those guys who you could give him the mic, he could rap all night off the top of his head. You know what I mean? He don't have to write nothing down. It just comes so easy to him. He's like, like a natural MC. Like he, and that's really not common in the South, like to have somebody that cold on the mic. I mean, and really I don't want to even put the South on it because it don't matter where you're from. You can really flow, but a lot of guys from the South don't put that much emphasis on their words like he does. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everything that he says in a rhyme has substance. 
You know what I mean? You don't, I mean, it's, uh, except for maybe that first album and maybe um, um, Players Ball, you know, everything else has substance and it doesn't come off as preachy. Really, you're just kind of amazed at his lyricism, you know what I mean? And how he can flow and say the, the way that he puts these words together is very unique. And his perspective is very unique. Like he doesn't say, he doesn't talk about the things that all these other rappers talk about. And he doesn't, he may approach the same topic, but he puts it in a unique way that makes you stand up and pay attention. He's one of the most unique MCs that you're gonna find. You know what I mean? As far as even his style and his his words that he uses. Could you see the switch to him going more spiritual? Yeah. And funny enough that you mentioned Erica Badu, it kind of happened after that video when she came out with that video that he was in. You know, and everybody was like, oh, he got a baby by Erica Badu. You know, and oh, he's dating Erica Badu. And after that, I could see the change in him. Yeah. Yeah, she opened, it was like she opened up a gate for him. Funny that you mentioned Erica Badu. Why is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she opened up, uh, a, she showed him and introduced him and kind of opened him up to what his North Node, his soul kind of wanted to gravitate toward, you know? Mm-hmm. The more he learned and the more he, he got into it, the more he wanted to walk away from the rapping seemed trivial, you know, to- right. Well, I don't, I don't think it seemed trivial. I just think- well, The game, the game, the game. Right, the business end of it, became an irritation to him, you know what I mean? Like, he was more into the art of it. Yeah. You know, as a Gemini, I can relate to that. Like, he's more into the art of it and the expression of it. And it's like the business end of it held back the art end of it, yeah. you know, because they trying to make music to make money, but he's trying to make music to express himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that became a conflict. Like a, a conflict and he just walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh any, any uh last thoughts on three thousand? Three thousand. Like I say, three stacks. I got the utmost respect for him as a lyricist. And uh, I, I wish that he would come out with some new shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think uh, everybody, even rappers, would line up just for a 3,000 feature. Right. Um, he still does some features, though. Like, I heard a couple of features from him in the last couple of years, but I want to hear, like, The Love Below. Yeah. Uh, that, I think, was three stacks just being three stacks. Yeah. The love below, he yeah, was but, singing. But and that's then, another thing, that was a like he's not just an MC. But that like was, he can sing, 
That was, huh? He lost some people on that though, man. <laughs> he did, but you know, those were people who really couldn't see his vision. Like, if you listen to The Love Below, like, damn, I mean, that's just music. That's just him being music. It's not hip hop, it's not rap per se. Like, he just got songs on there. Yeah. And he just, some of them is grooves, some of them he's, you know, releasing stress, some of them, you know, he's just tweaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all of it is jamming damn near, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, big ups, three stacks. Uh, so, today, you know, we just went through, what, nine rappers, and I was just pointing out some of the Mercury and Virgo, uh, Mercury, Gemini, and Virgo stuff in their chart. Like I told y'all, um, the list just kept getting longer and longer. Uh, I could read, I'm going to read off some names. If you want to give a, a one word, two word uh, response to some of these names as I read them off, you feel free. Maybe. Okay. You, you know that game? Remember that game? Uh, when I say when I say a word, say the first thing that come to mind? Mm-hmm. Let's play that game with these, this list, this last one. All right? Okay. Uh, so Kanye West is a Gemini. See, I, the word that comes to my mind is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. fair enough. But he, like, I like the old Kanye. I would like to have the old Kanye back. You know, it's like. He came out as the people's champ. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he was the down to earth brother. And every single thing that he said in his rhymes back then, he ended up doing it himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was like, when he said in uh in uh in one of his rhymes, he was like, stay strong, stay with the dude. And then when he get on, he'll leave you for a white girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bam, what did he do? As <laughs> soon as he got a chance, he jumped with the white girl. Not that I got anything about white folks, but it's like the second half of his career is like the the flip of his of what he was talking about in the first half of his career. Yeah. It's like he got money and then just went off the deep end. Now, I will say that I think a lot of that got to do with when his mom passed he just kind of was lost and still is lost yeah. but he really 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 lost me when he jumped on that bandwagon bro huh. that MAGA bandwagon oh you know all right <laughs> yeah. all right uh 50 cent has a mercury his mercury and moon are in gemini 50 cent one word gangster all right Ludacris. Ludacris has his son and Mercury in Virgo. Luda. Mer- the word that comes to mind with Luda is entertainer. You know what I mean? He's mm. good in the movies. And and but like you can com- kind of compare Luda's videos and music to Missy. He was very creative with his visual images. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And 
you know, with his voice and things like that. So, well, I say this, creative, creative. You know what I'm saying? Creativity is the word that comes to mind. DMX, he has a Virgo moon, but he, he, he has a sad son, his storyteller, sad son, Virgo moon. DMX, rough rider. I mean, I know that's kind of cliche because that's the, the 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 label that he was on, but like he epitomized that label. He was just a rough and tumble thug kind of cat who just didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? How would you would you put him on as a, a great storyteller? A great like nah, I, I can't think of any stories. Shoot. Off the top of my head, that he just he got you know, blew me away with. Yeah. But he he just gave you that vibe, you know what I mean? Of pain. Yeah. So that like the one word that I would say for him is pain. Uh-huh. It's obvious by some of the stuff that he's done, you know, after his away from the mic and entertainment that he's in a lot of pain. For what reason, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but there's a lot of pain that you feel when you listen to his music and when you pay attention to what he's done away from, you know, from the mic. Uh, This next guy you already spoke about a couple of times, you brought him up, Big Daddy King. Big Daddy King. The one word is smooth. I think he's a Virgo. smooth, lyrical brother. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he could, like, if you, it's like, if you, they could bring a, bring a chair on stage. He could sit in the chair and rip your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> sit back in the chair like this and just rip you up with the mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, smooth. Method Man, Gemini Moon. Meth. Damn, one word for meth is. It don't have to be one one word, but you know. But meth was just like he's you. He was different. You know what I'm saying? No. He was different than everybody. Like his style was different. It was like some people try to fit in, but he tried to not fit in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If everybody wearing they had this way. He gonna wear his hat the other way. You know what I'm saying? And his rhymes were like that. And I think that may be a reason why, I mean, some of his albums weren't commercially as successful as they should have been is because he just was different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Easy E has four planets in Virgo. Easy. Mm-hmm. Gangster. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all you can say about Easy because he was the original. I mean, even though Ice Cube was writing his rhymes, he was basically describing Easy. You know what I mean? In his rhyme. So it's not like Easy was fake. You know what I mean? Because Cube was writing his rhymes. Cube was, I mean, and every gangster rhymer around that time was trying to be what Easy actually was. I'm glad you said that because the next guy I'm about to name has four planets in Virgo 
just like Easy E, and he has Easy E's name tatted on him. The game. Ooh. Oh, game. Game is vicious. <laughs> vicious. Like, like I don't I don't know personally, like I don't know his background from from Compton and all that, but it's like he I don't wanna call him evil, but it's like game just seems like somebody you don't wanna fuck with. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny that you brought him up because he's one of my favorite MCs as well. I got, I just made a game, a, a game playlist, uh-huh. and it got like over 100 songs on it. Oh, game is, damn, I don't know, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, but like, remember we were talking about um, honorable mentions? Yeah. He's one of my honorable mentions. Nobody ever puts him like in the upper echelon of MCs, like when you start talking about him. Yeah. But if you go back and listen to his music, you gotta put him up there. And I mean, he's still putting out music. The thing about it, a lot of people listen to somebody when they first come out, but when they ain't hot no more, they stop listening to him. Yeah. I don't do that. Like if you if you was hot back then and you come out with something, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. It may be whack, it may be good. You know what I'm saying? It may be great. And a lot of times, game, he puts stuff out and you know, it's not hyped up, but it's great music. Mm. Uh now you know how I said uh Gemini is the masculine side of Vir- uh Mercury? Mm-hmm. And Virgo is the feminine side of Mercury. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how I talked about Method Man, right? Right. And Method Man was a Gemini moon. Well, even though Method Man was in a super group, Wu Tang, he also mm-hmm. grouped, well, he grouped up with this other guy, Red Man, who has a Virgo moon, the opposite side of Gemini. Mm-hmm. I mean, the opposite uh, sign of Mer- side of Mercury. Mm-hmm. Red man, I think they songs together. Yeah, I think they complemented each other well. Not only in music, but on the screen. Like How High is one of my classic go-to comedy movies, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was hilarious, and it's funny how natural everything seemed in that movie. You know what I mean? But like, if I had to describe Red Man. In, in one word, it would be funky. Like when he first, that first album he came out when Eric Sermon was producing all his songs, mm-hmm. Funk Dr. Spock. Uh-huh. Uh, this next guy has two planets in Gemini and one in Virgo, Ghostface Killer. I was just telling you the other day, like Ghostface is one of those honorable mention guys who could easily be in the top five and and the same things I said about when somebody's hot um, people listen to them but then they don't listen to the stuff that they put out later he's one of those guys like he puts out two or three projects every year 
Hmm. And I'm sure 90% of people listening to hip hop never even listen to it or never even know that it's coming out. But I listen to all of it. And he, like you talk about storytellers, Ghostface may be the best storyteller ever huh. on the mic. Well. Because he makes complete albums with seven, eight, nine, ten songs on them, where each song is a chapter in a story. Who does that? Have you do you know of any other MC that has been able to do a whole album where the whole album is like a movie? Like even if you don't like the beat, you have to listen to the song so that you can follow the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I can't. Ghost uh, old dirty bastard has three planets in Virgo. ODB, ODB. He was never one of my favorite MCs. He was very, very different though, and unique. And maybe that's one reason that I couldn't get with him. It was the whole. Yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like uh, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So as you can see, I got a certain style of MC that I tend to like, and he kind of fell outside of that. That doesn't mean that I didn't respect him as an MC, but like he he wasn't one of my favorites. Like I wouldn't pop in an ODB CD and just jam to it, but I respect his his talent. Uh, Daz Dillinger has four planets in Gemini. Dude, I fuck with Daz. <laughs> I love Daz. His beats, along with his his vocal tone. That's the thing about him. Like he he's a good lyricist, but it's his the energy that he brings to a song makes you like the song, along with the beat. You know what I'm saying? I really, really, really fuck with Daz. Uh, Wiz Khalifa has three planets in Virgo. Wiz, I like Wiz. He's he's like a young Snoop. You know what I mean? He's just cool with it. He might be in my book. I might put him as a young red man. Young red man. See, well, well, because of the weed. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, be honest with you. First time I ever knew about a blunt was from Red Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Red Man first came out, that's when we started smoking blunts. We yeah. Started smoking blunts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I just because of the lyrical content, like their their energy is not the same to me. His energy is more like Snoop energy, laid back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Smoking and vibing on the on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Where uh, Red Man was Red before Man. Snoop, wasn't he? He was, but Red Man's energy was di- no, no. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Snoop was ninety, like ninety-one. Man, man, he was at the. Red was at, Man was like ninety-two. He was at the dorms when when Red Man came out. <laughs> we was on South White when Red Man came out. <laughs> yeah. We was on South White when Red Man came out. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm positive. I mean, <laughs> that's back when I was making all the mistakes, bro. <laughs> you know, I had all the CDs, yeah. bro. So when Red Man came out, you know who put us up on Red Man was Kev. 
Hazel. Oh, all right. Yeah. And he was in the crowd, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, the last two people I want to mention uh, are for the ladies. And to think about it, we haven't spoken about any females tonight. Not a one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, not a one. I was thinking about that. Yeah. So I'm a, the last two I'm going to end with females. Lil' Kim, her Mercury's in Gemini. Lil' Kim was vicious. Like she was, she was like a dude rhyming, but from a chick perspective. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's funny, you know what I think about? Like now that I got a daughter and all of this shit, like I I think about like how we listen to Too Short. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh yeah, Too Short. But then when we listen to Lil' Kim, we like, damn, she a hoe. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're a nasty bitch. Hey, do you remember her album cover? That them posters? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that right there, if you can't deny the double standard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you look at her, at, at, at a man's reaction to her, you know what I'm saying? And then you look at a man's reaction to Too Short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure, he was like our hero. And then she come out saying the same shit, but from it's, a female perspective, and she was like our here hope. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny that you brought him up because that's probably one of my favorite songs that she ever did. The song with him, with Too Short? With Too Short. It is. It is. <laughs> it's definitely mine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the hold up? The rubber still rolled up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she said, I'm going to slip myself a Mickey. <laughs> go. Yeah. And the last person of the night we're going to end with has a Gemini son and her Mercury's in Gemini. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is my number one femme C. Number one, hands down. She's like a female Nas. You know what I'm saying? But more talented. Like she got the singing aspect that just blows everybody else out the water. Like I would put her up against any dude MC. There's only a couple people that I would do that with. And she's one of them. And I think she would excel against any dude, you know what I'm saying? Her lyrical, her voice, her choice of music, and then the fact that she can sing, she is my top female MC. Because just like I said about my other top male MCs is the fact that she has so much substance in what she's talking about. I have a question for you. Okay. Where does she come in on the list of your top ten? Of my top ten. Well, uh, well, is is she in the? See, and that's the thing. Can you put her in a list with the males? That's that's the thing. That's what I'm getting to. Like having this conversation now, it made me realize that I really didn't have any top ten, any females in my top ten, but. She definitely could be. Hmm. I think she could hang, but 
you know, as I say, with her, it would come down to she would run out of songs and she went song for song with a lot of the guys in my top five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's definitely as talented as any of them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I would have loved to see, bro? Yeah. A song with Lauryn Hill and Pac. Mm. That would be cold. Mm. Keep your head up too, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, Lauryn Hill really is a uh, You know what I'm saying? Lauryn Hill. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah, she uh she really represents the women well. Yeah. Uh when she got that Marley dude, uh, I don't know what happened to her, but uh That'd be crazy. Put that <laughs> on her ass. <laughs> yeah, but she she's is she a Gemini? Yeah, she had well she has uh her son is in uh Gemini. No. So she's yeah, she she's a Gemini, a Gemini or not, bro. Yeah, yeah, she's a Gemini in her mind, her the way she thinks is in Gemini. No, but like her birthday. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, she's Gemini. Okay, because as a Gemini, you really like in a relationship, you get really attached to a person, and it's, it's borderline crazy. I'll admit it. You know what I'm saying? It's borderline <laughs> crazy. And I could see why her being a Gemini, because not only did, I think it was Damian Marley or whichever mm -hmm. Marley she was with, Marley. not only was she really emotional about him, but Wyclef too, yeah. when they were together, you know. That was a secret she, too. That really fucked her up too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she went right from him to this, this Marley dude. And then after that, she was just gone. Huh. Well, uh, is there anything else you would want to add about uh, this topic, about what we spoke about, rappers, before we close it up? It's just real interesting how, you know, the uh, your astrological signs feed into your art. You know what I mean? Well, well astrology is energy. It's energy expression, and people don't realize that and that's why I say uh, always know thyself and balance your energy because you once you learn the energy expression, then you could actually uh, play to it instead of playing against it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like uh, reading a, a owner's manual. What do you mean? Well, uh, when you buy something, it all always comes with an owner's manual. Uh-huh. That's what astrology is. Your it's own owner's manual for your for yes, your yes. mind, huh? For your for your life, really. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um uh, I would like to thank everyone for joining me for episode number 16, microphone check. I also would like to thank my good friend Deuce from MTC, move the crowd.com. Uh Deuce, you want to say anything to the people? mtcgear.com there you go uh mtcgear.com also, also thanks for having me bro oh no problem also uh he he also uh will be having live shows uh talking about hip-hop uh tell them on zoom so we have these zoom meetings and you're welcome to join the conversation you know i have some with 
uh, I am Astrology Readings, and uh, you're welcome to join the conversation. I just tune in to go join mtcgear.com, and you'll be updated on all the upcoming um, meetings and, and conversations. So you can join the conversation and add your unique perspective to our conversation. So, so people will be able to, like we talking tonight, they'll be able to join the conversation with us? Yes, sir. Right. That's the goal. Well, thank you for joining me, brother. Much Thanks love to you. Me, and As always, man, one love, man. Yeah. And, and to everybody out there, you know how I end this. Know thyself and balance your energy. These niggas can't fuck with me. P to the double E. Come on, it's been a long time coming like the end of the world. Put it down for my niggas like a candy go pearl. If you with it, come get it. There's enough to go around. Such a universe for it. You like the way the double sounds? I'll rub your back a little. This is the start like foreplay. Keep listening. You move closer to my way. Put your mind at ease. Watch your knees open up. By the end of this cut, I'm straight in your gut. But that's life and the niggas gotta deal with it. I kept on rapping no more with me to this deal ticket. Dreams are big things. Lifestyle on fluff. I set my chips up high. Like the weeded up pup. But show us rough. Take it with these my boggling verses. Got most of this shit. More than chickens at churches. Be twerking this shit. It's all about the paper. Damn. All these niggas catching the vapors. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'll be the beat to the double E. I don't care what you suckers say. Cause I'ma make my money anyway. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'll be the beat to the double E. I don't care what you suckers say. Cause I'ma make my beat.